0: Happy Thursday. It's the Jam Nation podcast with Jonesy and Amanda.
1: We're joined by Mark Ferguson.
0: Excuse me, pretty boy Mark Ferguson. You make
1: him sound like a budgie.
0: <laughs> pretty boy Mark Ferguson. <laughs> he can sit on my shoulder anytime. Always getting in my way, always hanging around, trying to get into my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he does none of that. He does. You're insane. He's always snooping around. We
1: have a mystery footy tipper.
0: Yes, because it's State of Origin this Sunday night and our mystery footy tipper will tell us about the female or the women's state of origin and the men's state of origin.
1: Tribal drama is beating for Honey, I Embarrassed the Kids. A woman's
0: gone viral with mm. a photo of her running in a sports race at her kid's school. Darren McMullen went on Celebrity Apprentice and I'm pretty sure when you go on a show like that, you hope it leads to something else. Lord knows I've done it in the past. Would it lead to? A motorbike cops, thank you. That's finished. My <laughs> <Okay>. Gary? <laughs> Anyway. He's, he's, got, go, he's got a new show. He's got a new show. T- I don't know if I'd want it, but he's got a new show. TikTok Tucker. Nah. Actually,
1: we kind of liked it we today. We loved
0: it. I, I think it's the best TikTok Tucker ever.
1: So join us. On our podcast. Yeah.
2: Right now, about the miracle of recording, we had so many requests for them to do it
3: again. Mistress Amanda... Miss Keller. Amanda. Amanda. ...doesn't work alone. Wow, this is fantastic. Her friend is in a back room making the tools of the train. I've heard them describe him as a drunken idiot. Uh, sorry, I've been drinking beer. The legendary pirate, Jonesy. What a creep. And Amanda, the actress.
4: Hello, Wiggles. Congratulations, Amanda. We're on the radio right now. When is it, your cup, please?
2: Jonesy and Amanda, you're doing a great job. You
0: have no empathy for anyone but yourself, you giant tool. Now's the time to hear. Good radio. Sorry, a bit of a tongue, 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 tongue twist there. What are you, an idiot? and
3: Amanda are here. It's showtime, eh? We're on the air.
0: Well, hello there, Mrs. Moons. How are you today? Um, well, I've got a cold. Your poor thing.
1: And all the stuff that comes with that sore eyes, itchy nose, runny nose,
0: the it, usual. It's not COVID 19.
1: It's not COVID 19, it's just a cold. Lots of people are getting them at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think we had nothing for so long when we we're in lockdown. Every, you know, we kept our distance from people sanitising everything. Sure. And now all these sort of colds and flus are making a big comeback, aren't they? My, I spoke to my brother yesterday. All his family's flu ridden. So anyway, on we go. I'm feeling okay.
0: Anything I can do for you?
1: I'd love a cup of tea.
0: I will make you a cup of tea right now. Do
1: you want me to just hum while you go and do it?
0: Well, what we can do is we'll just talk about what's coming up on the show. And then uh, I'll go, I'll make you.
1: That'd the tea. be lovely. And how are you going?
0: I'm doing all right. just slept like a log yesterday afternoon. I got home and I, I had an afternoon sleep as I usually do, but usually, it's not long. How long do
1: you normally sleep for?
0: Hopefully only a 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I went to bed at 2:30. And I woke up at 5.30.
1: Wow, that's too long.
0: Oh, it's way too long. And I looked out the window, it was dark. Yeah, went, that's and awful. And then I was confused. I thought, what, is, is it, it morning? morning? It was at night. And I went down to my wife and I said, why didn't you wake me? I've slept too long. And she said, I thought you were dead and I was scared to check. And I said, well, someone's got to check sooner or later. Be yeah. Like one of those old folks that stay in a house for a thousand years. And your years. cats would eat you. Yeah, Exactly. Eventually she would have had to check. She would have had when to check. When would have she checked. have figured it out? Because the kids certainly wouldn't have. They would have gone, oh, where's that guy that provides all the money? I don't know where he's and gone. Where's he gone? Yeah. It's
1: an unusual thing. I thought you were dead and I didn't want to check. Was she going through her Rolodex of replacements? <laughs> replacement
0: husbands. She, that's
1: right. She was working how much she'd get for your bikes. Yeah. She phoned me and I started going through my Rolodex
0: too. Oh, oh, that would be the worst thing in the world, you two selling my motorbikes. Oh, that one, uh, well, I don't know, what, $2,000? Look, I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll just trash it. Just we'll just put it on the junk it. pile. Just yeah. put it straight out on yeah. the junk pile. Actually, yes. Note We're to self. We're both going through our rolodexes of <laughs> replacements. <laughs> Note to self, do not get you two to sell my motorbikes. Is that
1: why the minute you wake up, you go, I'm awake, I'm everyone. alive,
0: okay? Action packed show today. We're going to be joined by pretty boy Mark Ferguson. What's yeah. uh, Mark doing with us today?
1: He's doing a very nice thing. He's talking about charity course, for
0: children's hospitals. Of course, he's not going to be doing a selfish thing, isn't he? He's not going to be pushing old ladies over in the he's street. He's going to be
1: more perfect, Brendan.
0: Uh, $10,000 with the $10,000 question. TikTok Tucker makes its return. Yep. And we can't do anything until we do the Magnificent Seven. Question one. Who's the old lady you'd push over in the street? Question one is, what's the proper
1: name for a racehorse rider? you, <laughs> Podcast.
0: W S F M. Hello there, it's Jonesy Demanda. That is soothing as this nice little cup of tea. Thank you. Made for appreciate you. it. Do you want a little ringy bell so I get a little dingy bell and anything you need because you're not well today yeah. at work. And I appreciate in this job, it's not like you're just working down at Coles and you can just call in the supervisor, Mr Chalmers, and say, I can't come to work today, boss.
1: If I had COVID, I wouldn't come in. Of
0: of course, of course. (coughs) Excuse
1: me. And it's it's just a cold. It's just a cold. You know, it's not the flu. It's Mm -hmm. not any of that. It's none of that. No.
0: Yeah. Uh, But you're okay.
1: I am okay. I don't need a dingy bell. I'll just say, hey, Jonesy, get us a cuppa. I'll just use my voice.
0: Do you need anything else?
1: I think I'm okay. Thank you. Okay. Ryan has offered me some more of his fisherman's friends.
5: Yeah. I've got a performance review coming up, so.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> who, He's going through who, Sydney. Who do you go and see the Who does Every that? Every
1: couple of months, Ryan and I sit down and I go through his hey, work. I'm,
0: so you go through Ryan's yeah, I'm, work? I'm his boss. Okay. What's wrong? You know, it reminds me of like when you get a little kid in the car and you give them a fake steering wheel. You're like that kid. Excuse me. (laughs) Okay.
1: So, me being called the boss here.
0: Yeah. It's like when you give a kid a fake steering wheel. You know, we're driving to the shops, and Manda's driving to. Should I go and see Mandas driving CEO the car such a
1: and big see girl where now. that lands?
0: <laughs> He'll say, Sit behind this wheel, drive to to, the car. Even though you to haven't passed shops. away in your sleep, I'm going to go through the Rolodex of replacement. <laughs> uh, you know, with your Rolodex, who would you? If you were to work with someone else, do you have someone I've got work 10 that I can Okay, give me bang. one bang. Same no, name. Name, name, name. No, I'm not going to say their names out loud.
1: No, I've got them on speed dial because <laughs> they know the minute I call, <laughs> they're right. in here.
0: Okay. We're into the Magnificent Seven. Seven questions. Can you go all the way and answer all seven questions correctly? If you do that, Amanda will say... Would you
1: like to come and do a show with me
0: is what I'll say to anyone right now. It's about getting question seven right. We're
1: going to start with Esther in Bella Vista. Hello, Esther. Yes, good
0: morning, Josie and Amanda. Hello. Finally, you sound
1: like a voice of sensibility in this charade. What's the proper name for a racehorse rider? Uh, I believe it's jockey. It is, it is a jockey or a
0: hoop. You can call them a hoop.
1: I've never ever heard the word hoop. Guys, people, context. ladies
0: and men in the in the game, you've got Gay Waterhouse and said, Gay, what's a hoop? She'd say, what's a jockey? A succulent is a type of what, Esther? A plant. It is a, it plant. Is a plant. Let's play the not-so-secret sound. <laughs> Duh.
1: What do you think this is?
3: Um, it sounds like um, what you hear on the aircraft.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, the airplane, um, when it normally tells you that some, not that it's preparing to land, but normally um, to fasten your seatbelts or um, some other indicator...
1: Good answer, Esther.
0: That is a great answer.
1: Someone's going to be hearing that soon. Trip of a Lifetime winner is announced tomorrow. That's happening. Yes. My new co-host and I will be announcing uh, that tomorrow as I'm a my little car going,
0: You'll be doing a little radio show. It'll be set up in the kitchen. Yeah, that's how I do it, Brendan. With a wooden spoon for a microphone.
3: That's how I do it.
1: And that Hall of Fame statue I have at home. It's made of nerf. That
0: is true. That's it, isn't it? In Blackadder, Rowan Atkinson plays a character from the Middle Ages, Elizabethan, uh, Regency era, and which other period of history is it? A, the Golden Age of Piracy, B, the Industrial Revolution, or C, World War One?
1: So he plays that same character of Blackadder that goes yep. through those different periods, but which is the other one? The Golden Age of Piracy, Industrial Revolution, World War I? Um, I'll go for option A. Not a... oh, no, the... not he the would have been great in the golden
0: age of piracy, but no, that's not it. Jam-nation. the Magnificent Seven, and we're at question four.
1: <laughs> so many numbers. Tyler's in Springwood. Hello, Tyler.
2: Hello, Jones and Amanda.
1: Tyler. Okay, we're up to question four. Blackadder. Um, Rowan Atkinson plays a character called Blackadder who goes through various periods of history: Middle Ages, Elizabethan, Regency era. What's the other period of history? Is it the Industrial Revolution or World War One?
0: One. Yes, it yeah. is. Ethereum, Cardano, and Dogecoin are all types of what, Tyler? <laughs> Cryptocurrency. Uh, they are. Tyler, you sound like the sort of guy that's beyond the crypto. Are you on crypto? No, I'm not. I don't understand that stuff. No, no I neither
1: do I. I met People a, have explained it to me. My nephew works in that field. I just can't figure
0: it out. I met a dude some years ago at the Dallium Medal uh, Awards. I think this was like 2015. And I'm pretty sure he said he bought. A 1,000 Bitcoin for $100 each, or was it a 100 Bitcoin for $1,000 each? I can't remember, but I do know that would be worth a considerable amount of money either way right now. Would
1: it? Because mm. they've had ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs. I don't
0: trust it, man.
1: Question six. Who's the bad guy character in Nintendo's Mario franchise? Oh, Bowser.
0: It is Bowser. Bowser. State of Origin Game 2 is being played in which city on Sunday night, Tyler? It's over in point. You've done it, Tyler. Good on you, mate. Congratulations, you've won the jam pack. Score cool Coming Away, $150 TVSN shopping voucher. Discover Beauty with TVSN, Australia's number one television shopping network. A family pass to Jurassic World by Brickman. At the Australian Museum, Sydney, you met Brickman at the Logies. He said he'd
1: watched me for years on beyond 2000.
0: He was wearing his little Brickman tie. He had a
1: little Brickman bow tie. He's a lovely, lovely man. I was a bit worried man. about
0: that because if he fell over, it would probably take his head off. The irony. No, well, it's quite wouldn't. sharp, Lego.
1: And you get he the who lands jo- on their neck.
0: Well, it was the well, Logies. If you, if, if, <laughs> Jones, you'd <don't laughs> choose for the colour. And some standard pens. Tyler, is there anything you would like to add?
1: I uh, no,
2: really just thank you for giving me the opportunity to win this. I like to thank my family.
1: <laughs> nice work, Tyler. Nice work, don't Tyler. fall on your neck.
0: Yeah. That's an important lesson for today. That's right. Not just for Tyler, but for everyone. It'll be back again tomorrow The Magnificent Seven. Jonesy and Amanda. Jam Nation. Podcast. Jam-ation. Bingo, bango, ready to go, go. So ready to
1: go. Okay, let's do it. I'm going to flick through the Jamanaka, our big book of musical facts. Well, on this day in 2003, Diana Ross appeared in court, testified that she was coerced and felt intimidated into taking a breath test. In America... It's not. They don't have random breath testing. They can't believe we have that. You only get tested for your sobriety if they see you with a broken taillight or that you're driving like a crazy person.
0: Yeah, because it hinges on their, their rights as an American.
1: Yeah. So she took a breath test that showed her blood alcohol level was 0.2. Ooh. Yeah, the limit there is
0: 0.08. Police Which have is still to, pretty high.
1: 0.08?
0: 0.08. 0.08.
1: Is that higher than 0.05?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so you could have a few more beers. Really? Yeah, considering if you were driving around here, it used to be Western Australia used to be 0.08 because I got pulled over one time and I was 0.05 and I went, oh, that's it, I'm gone. And the cop said, no, no, mate, you're right, you're a 0.08 over here. Oh. This is years ago, not now.
1: Police have said Diana Ross told them she was trying to rent a video and got lost in her rental car. That can happen. She was renting a video in a rental car. Yeah. She wanted to rent the movie Rent. The report said that Diana consented to a field sobriety test but fell down oh. and laughed while trying to stand on one leg and count to ten.
2: That's not good. In
1: another test, good. the report said she skipped a couple of letters in the alphabet and doubled yeah. others when asked to speak the
0: alphabet. Yeah.
1: I mean, you can't even do your maths when you're sober, so I don't know how you'd oh. have gone. But drinking or driving, it sets off a chain reaction.
0: I saw what you did there. Charm Nation. Imagine if you're a movie director like Baz Luhrmann, you wake up out of bed, you've put all your efforts into a movie like Elvis, his latest movie, and you're reading. What would Baz be doing? He'd be wearing some sort of silken gown, I would imagine. Yeah, there'd be a robe of some kind. And he's got his nice cup of tea, Darjeeling or something like that in fine bone China, and he's reading the review for his movie Elvis and you'd be thinking, oh, come on.
1: Oh, what's it say? We well, loved it. I really liked it. I did too. I really liked it. It is, a, it is um, Baz Luhrmann,
0: so it's going yep. to be like a fever dream, but I enjoyed it. In today's paper, Elvis, two stars and called a blue suede snooze.
1: No. And I mean, that's there. not snooze. You know, if it's too frenetic for you, that's one thing. But to yeah. call it a snooze. It's not a snooze. Certainly not a snooze.
0: And then over there, Minions, The Rise of Gru, which looks in as derivative AF... Gets three stars. Oh, so that So poor old Bass is sitting there going, oh, great. Well,
1: I hope, it's had mixed reactions. It had a standing ovation for 15 minutes at the Cannes Film Festival. Mm. Cannes! Cannes, the Blues <laughs> Film Festival.
0: Get off your car!
1: <laughs> but they, um, but since then I see, have seen mixed reviews. Yeah. But, but I think forget reviews, people are going to love
0: it. The Jonesy and Amanda review of this, is it's fantastic. It's the worth starts seeing. At, and it's very frenetic at the start. It's like, whoa.
1: And you go, oh, that's right, it's Baz Luhrmann. But, and there are some some bits of it where people might say it's a it's a glossy version of his life. Yeah, of course but, it is. But that's great. Just I felt like I was at an Elvis' Concept through a lot of it. What, do you want? what do a you, gift that was to me.
0: Do you want him dead on the toilet at the end? Is that what you want? Yeah, I kind of do. Oh, you no, you don't. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I want Gru dead on the toilet <laughs> at the end. Want, just stop with Gru, okay? Just stop. Wasn't that the tree that didn't talk? No, Gru's... Steve Carell, the round character, Oh. and the little minions—those irritating oh, characters.
1: Oh, even worse! I know.
0: For God's sake, is that the world that we live in now? Although, uh, in o- other Elvis-related news, Sandra Sally was doing the news last night. I just wanted to switch the punometer oh. on. Do we, Ryan, if we could just test the punometer? Yeah. Hmm. That's oh, well. Let's test it with a pun from Amanda. Uh, I noticed Amanda's. Uh, You've got a cold today.
1: It's not fun. Yeah, Wouldn't have picked it.
0: Okay, stop now. This a runny nose joke. Yes, of course. The have, punometer's working, though. Punometer's working, great. Have a listen to how many puns Sandra Sully puts into this Elvis-related story from been last time. In
4: in Vegas, Elvis impersonators had been left all shook up after the suspicious minds of the Elvis estate demanded they stop doing what they do best. With dozens of freelance Elvises left in the Heartbreak Hotel and accusations of being devils in disguise... An agreement was finally reached to pay a fee. With all the colour of a pair of blue suede shoes, the weddings are now back on for those with burning love or those just who think they do.
0: What was that story about? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. But I loved it.
1: Joining me on the cast. Podcast. Well, our next guest is the trusted man we all know behind the seven news desk and when he's not... Head down, bum up in the newsroom. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how he gathers his stories. He's the voice for the Sydney Sick Kids Appeal, Mark Ferguson. Hello. Yeah.
2: G'day there, guys. I'm sorry I'm no longer allowed to be bum up in the newsroom anymore. Yeah. Working safety and all that. Oh, yeah.
0: what a shame. Well, it is. Uh, ha- yeah, but no bum up. have you managed to forward your career, you know, by not sniffing that pot pot? <laughs>
2: Well, some would say just uh, just uh, slow and steady pace. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, because a lot of people,
0: pace. when I came in there to read the news that time, a lot of people were, well, they were talking. They were all saying, you know, Ferguson better watch his step.
2: He does bring that up a lot, doesn't he? Amanda? You know,
1: I'd actually does forgotten you know? about that, and he's the professional bum yeah. sniffer,
0: and he brings it up <laughs> yeah. a lot. People were saying. And
1: I bet next you're going to bring up the roller
0: skating. Well, actually, forget our roller skating challenge, because I, I let you have that. The next challenge I want you to do is the ripstick challenge. You know those ripsticks skateboard only two wheels. Didn't you smash your coxics? Yeah, but I can still ride.
1: Okay, by. okay. look, tell us about. I'm game. Like. If Mark is,
2: <laughs> I've said it before. I'll say it again. I won the roller skating, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. no more ripsticks. No more trophies. Yeah.
1: Today is Sydney Sick Kids Day. Mark, tell us what goes on today.
2: Yeah, really, really important day for so many uh, children right across Sydney and right across New South Wales. And today is the day we can all really chip in and help. Every single dollar that is donated today will be doubled. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a spare 20 bucks, it turns into 40. If you've got a spare 50 bucks, it turns into 100 valuable dollars. Going to some wonderful, wonderful causes right across the state the Children's Hospital at Westmead, Sydney Children's Hospital, Randwick bear cottage, newborn and paediatric emergency transport services and kids research. So every single dollar raised today will go to help. Uh, I think it's up to about 170,000 youngsters that are helped across that network each and every year.
0: And I was reading $49 will cover a child life therapy session. So what happens with that? That's pretty good value for a a session of that therapy.
1: What this does is it helps prepare and distract the kids from any pain or worry that they can experience from treatment. So it makes hospital and treatment a less frightening. 49 thing. bucks, that's nothing.
2: Yeah. That's nothing, yeah. And if, you can, if you've got the 49 bucks, that turns into a $100. So, a really big day. Uh, those sorts of treatments, those sorts of operations, that sort of wonderful care that's done right across that network each and every day, they need every single dollar that we can give them today. And that's what this is all about.
3: Okay. All right.
1: well, well, the way you. you can donate today, head to SCHF, that's Sydney Children's Hospital Fund SCHF.org.au or you can call 1800 770 122
0: Mark, you and I down to Kmart Ripsticks are about 30 bucks <laughs> And how much is a neck brace? It's as cheap as Only cheap Only if it's
2: going to charity okay. Only if it's going to charity,
0: Jonesy Oh, Jonesy's out then Oh, what are you doing to
2: paint me like that? Thank you so much, guys. It's all about raising awareness, and sure. I really do appreciate you uh, helping to spread the word. Well, I,
0: I think enough people are aware of you. I think it's time for my light to shine. Okay. Well, before he
1: goes, disappears into his own bot bot, thank you, Mark. We appreciate your time today. <laughs>
0: Good on you, guys. Thank you very much. Good on you, mate. Can you flirt with him a bit more?
1: Only you could turn an interview about the Sick Kids fundraiser into, hey, why aren't I on the telly? <laughs> well, why aren't I?
0: Jam <laughs> There's a couple of questions that I have to ask you. I don't answer questions. Just answer the question, okay? What's in it for me? $10,000 reward. Yeah! Right here, right now, we have $10,000 up for grabs. All you have to do is answer 10 questions in 60 seconds. You get the money.
1: Well, question 10 gets the money. Whoever answers that correctly gets $10,000. You set off, answer as many as you can. The minute you hesitate, the minute you're wrong, you're
0: out. Someone takes your place. It could be Helen of Connell's point that goes all the way. You could be the first one, Helen, first cab off the rank, that goes right through.
1: No pressure, Helen.
0: No, I
6: know. That would be really um, great to do.
1: Well, let's see how you go. We've got 10 questions in front of us. We have 60 seconds on the clock. We've got a stack of people ready to take your place. Good luck, Helen. Let's begin. Thank you. Question one. How many cards are in a standard deck? 52. Question two. Who played the original Princess Leia in Star Wars? Um, Carrie
0: Fisher.
1: Question three. Luxury brand Balenciaga originated in which country?
0: Italy. Trevor's in Campbelltown.
1: Luxury brand Balenciaga originated in which country? Spain. Question four. How many strings does a violin have? Four. Question five. In what sport do you perform the Fosbury flop? High jump. Question six. The musical using songs by Alanis Morissette is called
0: what? Ironic. Sue is in Fairfield West.
1: The musical using songs by Alanis Morissette is called what? I
0: don't know. Josh is in Campbelltown. The
1: musical using songs by Alanis Morissette is called what?
0: David's in Mount Cola. The
1: musical using songs by Linus Morissette is called what? it Little pill. Question seven. What's the real first name of Meghan Markle? Uh,
3: Meg. It's
1: Rachel. Rachel. We got to question seven. So close, but yet so far. Yes, Meghan Markle's real first name is Rachel. Rachel. Jam Nation. Let's hear a story about a woman who went to her children's sports day. Yep. And there's there's a race A mum's race, and her daughter begged her to participate. Her eight-year-old daughter, please, mum, go in it. And there's those fabulous images that exist of Princess Diana. Yeah. Kicked her shoes off and ran in the school race. Yeah. Amazing.
0: And there's a world of difference between an eight-year-old and a 13-year-old. Like an eight-year-old would say, mum, mum, please, please go in it. A 13-year-old goes, mum, do not go in it.
1: Well... Do you want me to tell you how it went? How about I just read you the headline of the story? She won the race and everyone celebrated her. She won the race and they said, you're really fast. You should be in the Olympics. Here was the headline. Hilarious moment that a mum moons a crowd of kids at a school sports day. Oh, no. So she loses her footing. Uh, She falls to her knees. Her dress flies over her head. Yep revealing her underwear and she's... Have you got a handout? When you read the headline, you think, surely it's not that bad, but there is a picture. It looks like she's she's bent (laughs) over. It looks
0: like she's praying to Mecca. In a
1: G-string. Her dress is over her head and from the neck down... The
0: dress has come
1: right up there. Yeah, from the neck down, she's just showing it all. There's a lot
0: of moon there. Begs a question: Which sort of underpants would you like to be caught with?
1: Well, g-string seems shocking mm-hmm. to be caught like that. Gee. But if you had your big granny undies, then no you one wants judgment to see say, that. Oh, look at those underpants. What if you'd chosen no underpants oh, day?
0: Oh no! Don't even say the word. Well,
1: she's doing the right thing about it. She's, you know, taking it. What's it called? On stepping on the right foot with it, as it were, on the chin. Well, she's gone on television in England saying, well, yes, isn't it funny? Lesson learned. I'm no longer 21. I shouldn't run in a mum's race and don't wear a dress when you're running. Yep. And the kids got more than they bargained for. And you've got to laugh at yourself, haven't you? She probably went home, put her head under the pillow and thought, I never want to get up again. I want to go witness can't. protection and move to Vietnam. You can't see her face. No, but the whole school would know. This Mm. has gone viral around the world and you just can't see her face. Though she's been named Katie Hannaford, 34.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we've got her on the line. (laughs) Katie. How's your witness protection going?
1: (laughs) But we often talk about how we are embarrassed by our kids. What happens when it's the other way around? The flip around. Do you remember that story? It's another Sports Day story that we were told. And this is terrible. It was a long distance run. What are those called?
0: Cross country. Cross
1: country. I hated the cross country. Yeah. I'd like to just get in an Uber and arrive at the end. But it was a father-son cross country. Whole school's there at the finish line. Woohoo! Once again, a boy said, please, Dad, come in this with me. Yeah. As he comes around the final corner, he goes over on his ankle. The, and the, the dad? The dad does. The pain is so excruciating,
0: he poos himself. <laughs> oh, no. What, on the fishing, finishing line? Pretty much,
1: with all the school standing and cheering. Oh, God. That's
0: dreadful. Yeah. Terrible. And that's why the kids, as they get older... Well, that's not that, like,
1: well. Yes, that's want, why the kids don't want you there because you defecate on the finish line.
0: <laughs> My daughter, when I'd go into her school, she'd say, "I, I said to the teacher once, how you doing?' And say, dad, don't, don't. What are you doing? So I'm, I'm just doing a general.
1: No, I'm with her. Moment. You'd have been very annoying. Say, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Say, how hey, you he'd doing? like be the
0: Joey Trevoni, of <laughs> whatever his name do- was? Well, well, it's hardly poo. It's not like a pooed <laughs> in the quadrangle. I said hello. <laughs> Yeah, same, same, I reckon. Anyway.
1: The tribal drum is going to beat for Honey, I Embarrass the Kids. Not like a regular mom, I'm a cool mom.
4: Right, Regina? Please stop
1: talking. <laughs> Honey, I okay, Embarrassed I like the Kids. Cham <laughs>
0: Nation! Podcast. The tribal drum is beating Honey, I Embarrass the Kids. Not
4: like a regular mom, I'm a cool mom. Right, what? Regina? Please stop talking.
1: We often hear about kids embarrassing us, but what happens when it's the other way around? Yeah,
0: Eden has joined us.
1: Hello, Eden. Hi, how are you guys? Very right, well. Thank you. Are you the child or the parent? I am the
5: child, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I was at a, a school excursion. We're at a national park, and I was seeing my dad for the weekend, and mm. he lives um, up the river off. So he goes, I'll pick you up on the boat. Little oh. did I know he was planning to dress up like Batman and use a fake machine gun in a fully blacked-out boat <laughs> to pull up in front of me to pick me up at the dock and point the gun making machine gun sounds out of a speaker. To which um, people actually started ducking and the teacher was panicking and not knowing what was going on. And I had to explain, I'm sorry, that's actually my dad.
1: Oh,
0: man.
1: You know, any sensible thought <laughs> would have said that people aren't going what? to aren't going to appreciate Why? that. What? Damn. How did you recover, Eden? Oh, well, I'm glad people had a
5: sense of humour, the people I was with that day. And, and I just went up to him and went, the machine gun probably was a bit too much. And my dad's still in full character. With it. I'm
1: Batman. Oh, oh no,
0: no. Dad, you've been, you've, wow. he's been living up the river by himself for too long. He's gone a crazy. <laughs> wow, dad.
1: Eden. How old are you now, Eden? <laughs>
0: dad.
5: I'm 20 now. That was oh. back when I was 14. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, that's, right in the
0: drop zone. That is the drop zone of embarrassment. When my daughter was 14, I couldn't even say hello to the teacher. Let
1: alone dressing up as Batman in a black <laughs>
0: speedboat. <laughs> like waving a machine gun yeah. around. You must really love your dad, Eden. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> mm,
1: Alright. Sure, We're gonna take more calls, honey. I embarrass the kids. Jonesy and Amanda. Jam
0: Nation Podcast.
4: Amanda! Jonesy! Is that the best you've
0: got? That's
1: all I could get short notice.
0: A picture has gone viral of a mum mooning a crowd of kids at a school sports day.
1: It was accidental, of course. She wasn't
0: mentally deranged. You know how you always get some mentally deranged mother or might have had a few wines and decides to moon the crowd.
1: No, it wasn't that. She was participating in the parents' race at the school, and we've all seen images of Princess Diana running with her shoes off and everyone yep. going, isn't she amazing? Doesn't at she the... look
0: great? Yes.
1: Well, that didn't happen here. She tripped over, her skirt went over the top of her head, yep. and she moons, in a G-string, moons the crowd just... in a crouching position.
0: And then I was just talking to the girls of the prod pod, as we like prod to call pod. them. Production pod. And just a whip poll: What underpants would you like to be on display? And there was a bit of conjecture about either big granny undies or a skimpy G string.
1: Either way, you're going to get slightly shamed, but yeah. at least there were underpants involved.
0: Better than going Commando, you're saying.
1: That's right. So the tribal drum is beating for honey. I embarrassed the kids. Not like a regular
4: mom. I'm a cool mom, right, Regina? Please stop talking.
3: Paul is with us. Hello, Paul. Uh, g'day. How are you guys going? Very, Very well. well. Are you the parent that did the embarrassing? No, no, I'm the, uh, the child who was embarrassed. Yeah. So uh, I was in uh, year seven, so I just started at a new school. I've been there maybe, a uh, term maybe. Uh, but we were, um, we were driving to the station to, uh, to get the school bus, and we were running late, of course. And um, just as we arrived at the station, the bus started to pull out to mm. leave. And uh, my mum is super, super, super stubborn. <laughs> and um, so, she, so rather than just going, oh, well, missed the bus, uh, she chased the bus in mm. the car uh, until the bus uh, stopped at a traffic light just on one of the main streets of, uh, of Penrith. And um, <laughs> stopped at the traffic light. She got my brother out of the car. Uh, to flag down the bus, and uh, while I had to get out the, the car, um, there's all these other cars around. Um, everyone's everyone's out the looking out the bus window, um, going, oh, "Who's that guy?" And then uh, all of a sudden, my uh, my mum, the traffic light must have changed, and my mum uh, moved forwards, um, then rolled over my brother's foot uh. <laughs> in the car, and then for whatever reason, she just stopped. <laughs> so she must she just stopped on top of his foot. <sighs> and so he's, so he was flailing around. <laughs> and <laughs> oh. everyone was like, who the heck is that? And my friend later on told me when I got on the bus, they were like, who's that guy? And they go, wait a minute, that's Paul. Oh.
0: <laughs> so you hang on, you got it. So even though your mother ran over your brother's foot, you still got on the bus. Yeah, I had to get on the bus. and get, to my mate. get on the bus. You know,
1: the worst thing in the world was when, I was in the car with my mum behind a school bus. Mm. That's the worst thing in the world. But now you've told me there is worse. That's when your mother's chasing the bus and then runs over your brother trying to get onto the bus. And your brother would
0: have been stuck under the car and she would have been saying, Paul, go and get in the bus. I'll Uh, sort your brother out. Oh, dreadful. Oh, man. Is your brother okay? Was he
3: okay? Um, Yeah, I think uh, he didn't break it, but he was okay. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he was all right. But Mm. but that's a typical of my mum. Jesus. yeah. yeah. That's See, great.
1: doesn't matter about the embarrassment, get on that bus.
0: Fun fact, I've had my foot run over by a car at the traffic lights and I was on my motorbike. It doesn't hurt as much as you think, but you do get trapped. Mm. Remember that time I was at the lights at a cab driver mm. and, you, and I'm, I'm bashing on his bonnet, hey, 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 and he's going, no trouble, no trouble. And I'm going, no, would you get off my foot? But I was quite, I was quite amazed that my foot wasn't crushed.
1: And so it wasn't crushed, but you wear motorcycle boots, a little yeah, school shoe. I, I wouldn't Your do it in a pair Scout of thongs. Not going to no, do
0: it. What I'm saying is, that, you know, don't do it. Don't do it. Thank you for that, Paul. Damnation. Let's get on down to the Jonesy Manor arms for the pub test. A woman has divided social media by sleeping with her phone off silent. Brittany Saunders, an Aussie entrepreneur, has shocked her fans after confessing she doesn't put her phone on silent each night out of fear she'll sleep through an emergency. Well, I'm cut from the same cloth as Brittany. I have my phone on when I go to sleep at night in case something happens. In the day, though, I'll put it on silent, though, because there's other people around who are awake that can deal with stuff.
1: So you have it on silent during the day... Yep. ...and turn the silent off at night...
0: Yeah, yeah, in case so, something happens. Yeah,
1: but what happens, uh, you and I go to bed early. Mm-hmm. What if texts come through? Aren't you on a couple no, of WhatsApp I, we'll groups tec- and yep. all of that?
0: All notifications on my phone are switched off, all of them, everything. So it, if I need to check a WhatsApp message or a text message, I physically have to look at it. So that's sometimes why I don't get back to people because you physically got to look at it. And you can do that because I look at your phone. It's going. It's like we're in Vegas. Bing, 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 bing. Well, I don't, have the, I don't have the
1: sound on, but at night I turn it off. I turn it off at night. But you make an interesting that's the point. Word. Because we don't, we don't have a home phone anymore.
0: Yeah. Um, Remember, and, oh, the home phone call at night. Yeah. Still, that was terrible.
1: Well, that's right. And so if someone – and, and it, with a job we do, if someone needed to contact us early in the morning if we slept in, mm-hmm. my phone wouldn't ring.
0: Yeah. Is that yeah. why
1: you have yours on?
0: Yeah, in case something happens. Remember when uh, – Ryan's predecessor, that's the person before you, Ryan. Oh, okay. Uh, Jimmy the millennial. Remember, he slept in and we had to send someone around there to throw rocks at his window because mm. he didn't have his phone on. You listening, Ryan? No. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, because we sleep with our phones off. Yeah. I'll have to turn my notifications I, off then.
0: I'm with this young entrepreneur, but Brittany. Then, but
1: then you'll just get a thousand calls from people you don't want to
0: Well, who's going to call to? me? No one calls me. I'm it's... going to from
1: now on. I'm going to <laughs> set my alarm and wake up at midnight and call you.
0: <laughs> but then you'll be tired. It's worth it. <laughs> That's to Show how stupid you are. Well, what do you think? Sleeping with your phone off silent, does it pass the pub test? We'd love to know what you do.
3: Jonesy and Amanda. Generation.
0: Podcast. I like the No regular games this week for State of Origin because it's State of Origin. Last week, our mystery footy tipper was Matt Shervington. Shervo was a bit down on himself at the Logies. He said, I'm sorry, I let you guys down. I only got five out of eight.
1: Well, I'll tell you who's our top scorer. There are two. James Bracey, seven out of eight. And yep. Lord Alan Sugar, yes, seven out of eight, who knows nothing about league and berated <laughs> us for asking him.
0: <laughs> Away from him. Today, I'm kind of a big deal. Our mystery footy tipper had to retire from footy at 25 due to injury. They were a dual international in both union and league. They represented Australia at the Olympics and now they're a footy commentator. It's the one, the only, Alana Ferguson. NRLW. Alana Ferguson,
4: Alana Ferguson. Alana Ferguson. Alana's most embarrassing song would have to be Up Up Cronulla. She's got the Cronulla theme song on her iPod and she plays it when we're driving around town. Let's don't know
0: it all. Up Cronulla. Good lord, Alana! Hello.
6: Hello. I'm glad you got my vocals on there, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Well,
0: well we did have <laughs> we had our prime minister, former prime minister Scott Morrison, sing the same song. Do you remember that? <laughs> Josie, and Amanda, forever. Stop it! Yes, exactly, Skamo. Stop it.
6: How are you, Alana? Forever. I'm very good, guys. How are you going? Well,
1: it it doesn't seem fair to me that the... I know because the game's on a Sunday, the State of Origin, as opposed to a Wednesday night, as it often is, or usually is, that there are no other games this weekend. But then if you... In past weeks, if you've had half your team out for State of Origin, you've Mm. been disadvantaged. This week, no one's disadvantaged. Does that seem fair?
6: Uh, yeah, look, I, I think it pans out. So there are a couple of rounds that are a little bit shorter, but this round is rep round. So we actually get to see um, some international games as well as the under-19 state of origin. Um, of course, the women's origins on yeah. Friday yeah. And, and the men's on Sunday. So a, a exciting weekend of footy, and I guess there are a few people out there that just get to have a little bit of a breather and maybe get some family time.
0: The women's state of origin... I know that it only came to, as called the Women's State of Origin, in 2018. But when did it actually start? There was a rivalry between New South Wales and Queensland. And this would have been in the time when you were playing. When did it actually start?
6: Yeah, so there were 17 years in a row um, that Queensland won. And And then there was a draw. And then New South Wales won two. And then from there, there have been four games that they've uh, labelled state of origin so New South Wales and Queensland have obviously been playing against one another for a very long time but there's been four state of origin so far and we get to see the fifth one on Friday night at GAO in Canberra
0: and who do you reckon how are we going how is New South Wales going for that one
6: Oh, mate, we're looking good. Um, They're they're tight games. Queensland won last year 8-6, but I like the look of New South Wales. Um, Even just off the back of the NRLW, I think we saw the competition lift to another level, but we've got players like Emma Tonogado, who's our fullback. Um, Absolute freak. She's just come over from the Rugby Sevens program. She'll be everywhere. And then Rachel Pearson in the number 7 jersey. She's another unearthed player that came out of the NRLW, and she's in the number 7, so she's controlling the ships. So we look even stronger than last year with plenty
0: of
1: uh, plenty of strike power. But I like our odds. All Good. right, and you're calling that game on Friday. Yeah, are we'll you going to be, be doing? very excited? Got the thermals packed already, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and have you got your rabs worn?
6: <laughs> no, that, I'm, I don't even attempt
0: that role. Oh come <laughs> on! I think Alana, there's not many ladies that do the who. Maybe this is your time. <laughs>
1: Maybe it is. <laughs> so, well, let's let's have a look at what's happening on Sunday. Um, as our footy tipper, you can either be hundred percent correct or hundred percent wrong. There's a mm. lot of pressure riding on this for you. Uh, for
6: the for the men's state of origin
1: in Perth, yes, for the Sunday one.
6: Yeah, look, I like the changes that Freddie's made. I think we've gone with a little bit of a like a faster, more dynamic starting pack. I love Maddie Burton in the centres gives us that uh, left foot kicking option as well. But um, the big thing for me is Api Korosau at nine, and we've still got Cookie there coming off the bench, but I thought where New South Wales lost the game in game one was all around the ruck. Mm. Queensland dominated every ruck in attack and defence. They dictated the pace and we were just behind the mark. Nathan Cleary got no good ball because the defence was up in his face, and then in defence New South Wales weren't able to replicate that. We didn't have the line speed. So I think that's huge, and where Api Coruscant will come into it. He really helps control the play-the-ball speed. And then, of course, when New South Wales get the ball, I think we'll be able to do a little bit more with it. Uh, there's never much in it in Origin, though, is there? No. It's no but always I... pretty, It's always pretty tight. And, uh, yeah, you just need to keep the ball off Cameron Munster.
0: Yeah. Keep it away from Munster. I, I did notice that you are right about with that defence, uh, the New South Wales side, we weren't getting up as quick as the Queensland side. And the Queensland side were holding us down more when we were on attack.
6: Yeah, it was very it was very Melbourne storm like, wasn't it? Old Billy a kind of tricks. <laughs> yeah. No, but Freddie's a smart man. He'll he'll be able to change that. It was uh, one of those things that was glaringly obvious, and I think the way that he's actually selected his side, in particular mm. the starting side, he's got a couple of big boys like Junior Paulo, Talakai. Um, coming off the bench for some size and a bit yeah. of punch but I think we've got a
1: really mobile pack to be able to counteract
0: that. Well, once old Talakai says Fisa Talakai gets moving then you can't stop it it's like a Mack truck just going through there. Alright
1: well Alana you can't you, you can bet either <laughs> yep. with your head or your heart but who are you putting your tip on for the State of Origin on Sunday? Both head and heart, the blues. Like Go. All right,
0: great. <laughs> well, Alana, thank you, and we're looking forward to seeing you do the commentary tomorrow night. Uh, at uh, You'll be uh, doing that. What time's is that, 7.45 tomorrow? Yeah,
6: in Yep, tune in, Channel 9. Okay. can
0: And uh, watch State of Origin Game 2 this Sunday night from 7, exclusively live and free on Channel 9 or stream it on 9. Now, Alana Ferguson, I'm looking forward to you going, whoo! <laughs> I'll give it a crack for you. Good on you. Thank you, Alana. Jam Nation. not
2: gonna take it. I want you
4: to get up right now. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Go to your windows, open them. machine.
0: the Jonesy Demander Arms for the pub test. Sleeping with your phone off silent does it pass the pub test. This is
1: what an Australian woman has said and it's shocked people because most people turn their phones off at night. You sleep with your... Just the ringer. Yeah, but you have your phone off during the day, but leave it on at night.
0: Mm, Well, I don't want to be bothered during the day. But you like to be bothered at night. Well, there's other people around me that can attend to anything, but if something happens... That's largely if anything happens to you or my family, then I know if someone can ring me.
1: It's only when we started discussing this this morning, I realised that, you know, I don't have a house phone anymore. I turn my phone off at night. Occasionally, Harley will leave his phone on and he'll get an email alert or something. Yeah. Oh, come on.
0: Yeah, like from the Wall Street Journal.
1: Yeah, come on, turn your phone off. But if someone needed to call us in emergency, we wouldn't have our phones on. So, interesting, sleeping with your phone off silent. Does it pass the pub test?
5: Oh, God, absolutely not. My husband does it on a regular basis and I could kill him. Well, I think leaving without your phone on silent or do not disturb is a relationship killer. So if you like to sleep by yourself, go ahead and let your phone on loud. It does. I have my phone on do not disturb. So the only people that can call me are the ones on my favourite list. I would not sleep with my phone on loud. My husband does, and all night you can hear this beep, 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 all these text messages coming through. I'm a bit like Jonesy. I turn all the notifications off, and then I just check
2: them in the morning. No, no, I, I have mine turned off. Just figure that at, at age 54 I need all the, all the beauty sleep I can get and compared to getting social media notifications.
5: It's an important call. They can ring you back in the morning because if I
4: don't get enough sleep, I'm a grumble bum the next day.
0: True that. True that. True that. You know, the last time we saw Darren McMullen, he was with a drip on Celebrity Apprentice, and I'm not talking about Ronnie from the Block. He was sick, wasn't he? Ronnie from the Block or no, Darren? No, Darren. why he was on a drip. Yeah, he went through hell on that show, that Celebrity Apprentice. His dog got cancer, mm-hmm. then he had to, he had some sort of heart infarction, and then he yelled at Lord Sugar. Well,
1: Lord Sugar thought he wasn't committing himself, and he goes, yeah. are you kidding me? I've raised more money than anybody, and I'm actually not well.
0: And Darren called him Dude. And Lord Sugar was not happy.
1: I fired up at you once because I said, no, don't call me man and don't call me dude. What'd you beef with that, champ? Amusing. <laughs> well, Darren's got a new show. I sent this to you I sent it to you last night. And now I, I know you're pretending to go, what? <laughs> what? But I said, you'll
0: be but intrigued by Aaron, this. What show you, is it? Because well, I've been on two reality shows and each time my agent has rung and said, you know, if you do this, Brendan, you'll go, it'll go to greater things. Where are these greater things? Do you want this greater thing? I, not that I'm dissing the voiceover for Motorbike Cops.
1: Oh, this. Thank you. This well, is a job. I already
0: had this. I need a side hustle. Like you, you've got a side hustle. I need a side hustle. Can I
1: tell you what's happening with Darren then? And would you want this show? Okay. It's a new show called The Real Love Boat. Go on. Go on. <laughs> it's the first ever – this is a new format. The first ever reality TV show set on the high seeds. High seas. Lights. I'm sure there's a lot of seeds as well. Those sheets only
0: to work yeah, don't, over. Don't get out the CSI light.
1: <laughs> it, the real love boat, this is what's appealing about it. They're filming it on a cruise ship on the Mediterranean. Ugh. Oh, you don't like that bit? Oh. You'd have to wear some high pants.
0: Oh, you've got to wear white. I can't, I can't wear Darren's white. Darren's not wearing white. Isn't he? He looks great. It, one of the challenges on Celebrity Apprentice, he had to wear white, like a white polo shirt. Anyone over the age of 15 that wears a white polo shirt instantly looks like a middle-aged man.
1: Well, Darren is, and so are you. Even more so. The Real Love Boat's all-star crew will lead a group of Australia's most eligible singles as they set sail across the Mediterranean, looking to find their perfect match, throwing the occasional boy... B-U-O-Y, mm. out to those to, who get stuck in the mucky waters of love, the press statement reads. And on, st- only one couple will make it to the final port, taking home a cash prize and a once-in-a-lifetime trip courtesy of Princess Cruises.
0: Hang on. They're on a cruise. So the prize is I don't is think they win a
1: news cru- new cruise. I think they win the cruise That's they've been the on. it's the cruise. You've had the cruise. Because they say who will drop anchor and who will be cast off. So if you don't make it, if you don't get a rose,
0: yeah, you have to walk the plank. And get fed to Somalian pirates. What does Darren do on the show?
1: Darren would be like Captain Stubing, I'm uh, imagining. He'd be
0: good at it. it was he's good telly?
1: Well, look, you know, this show may as well be a dating show because the Love Boat on television was just a root fest. The Doctor was constantly just having <laughs> it was. off. Captain Stubing's pants were too high. It took him an hour oh, to get them off. On. They were tied do up around his neck.
0: Do not bag Merle. What was his name? Was it know. Merle Stubing. But he was did, great. He any, was very. He was good.
1: Any episode you watch they have single people walking yeah. out and go oh hello to the staff and the staff go well hello yeah. so
0: we've got okay so we've got Darren as Darren, the, as Captain got Stud- Duty Duty who
1: From Studio 10 Daniel Duty He's one of them
0: Oh no he's not playing Isaac is he I don't know What character is he Daniel playing?
1: Duty's head of entertainment he'd be the, is he the Julie
0: He's playing Julie
1: So let's have a look here Hannah Fre- Ferrier. it's sort of like they're saying below decks Meets the love boat. My daughter or watches the that below deck show. Well it's like it's like people cleaning up toilets in a hotel but they're
0: on the water. <laughs> but you know with that below decks, they never have any drama they, they try to make drama out of nothing. There was one episode dedicated to a little bit of water in the sink. Now Catherine, you've left water. Have in you the seen sink.
1: the Kardashians? Hello, welcome and, to Reality and then, TV. And, and the
0: go goes, Yeah, okay, then they have this meeting. Just get a chucks and wipe up the water and we'll move on. I guess no show.
1: Well, McMullen, Darren, Darren is, to is you. Um, <laughs> Also, uh, is there. So is Hannah Ferrier. She's,
0: Who's Hannah Ferrier?
1: She's the cruise director for The Real Love Boat. Uh, so Studio 10 Rover reporter Daniel Duty. he's going to be
0: head of entertainment. So Hannah's would be uh, gopher. He was the ship's purser. Oh.
1: purser. But, but head of entertainment, oh no, okay. Daniel Duty and, prin- and Princess Cruises' captain is Paolo Arrigo. So also, what's Darren? He's probably maybe the jewellery. <laughs> They're not recreating the Love Boat. They're just there are certain rules that he's not. They're not recreating the Love Boat, but but it's a dating show. It's Bachelor set on the high seas. So,
0: so he his dog got cancer. He almost died of a heart attack. And this is his reward. Would you do it? I'm happy with motorbike cops.
4: <laughs> Jonesy and Amanda.
0: Jam Nation podcast.
1: You hungry?
4: Starving. It ain't what you do; it's the way that you do it. Ever fancied a mouldy, bacteria-infested slab of meat? Not a
3: lot of bad tucker. Just
4: fall off the motherf- bowl. That's what gets results.
0: You don't eat too much, though. It tends to give you diarrhoea. TikTok Tucker. This is where we take recipes from TikTok and we eat them. Well, the internet went berserk last week. With everyone
1: trying something old, mm. it's called the In-N-Out Burger chain's animal fries.
0: In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out
1: Burger, very popular in America. In
0: LA, have you ever been yeah,
1: there? I haven't. I've had an In-N-Out Burger. Have you? What did you have? An I In-N-Out had a burger. burger? It might What's surprise you to hear. I don't know. It was a burger, and I had burgers. some
0: fries. Got, they don't have a wide range of burgers. They've got a burger, a cheeseburger, and then a triple cheeseburger. Well, what did you have? I had the triple cheeseburger.
1: I could talk like this all day. Well, what
0: but they, you still haven't answered the question. What did you have? Let
1: me explain the animal. I probably had a cheeseburger. I don't I'm think like, you've been. I have so been. The animal fries is named after the kids who used to be on their skateboards in the 60s out the front of the in and out burger chain. And they were called, oh, they're animals because they thought they were out of control. But they'd come in and order this particular dish. Right. So this is a style of fries that involves, I think it sounds pretty good. We'll see how it tastes. Onion, butter, ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard, pickles, pickle juice and cheese, all on top of hot chips. Or fries,
0: as the American You've got some fries here. Where they I do, they but come what I'm from? going to
1: do, or I've just got those from the shop, but what I'm going to right. do at the beginning, going to put a big chunk of butter in well, here. That's a lot of butter. It is. That's what we like.
0: Well, would you, well, and
1: that's what we're going to do. We're, we going, to, we're going to fry off some onion with it. So just some chopped onion. So we have some raw onion, and we're going to also fry off some onion. So while that onion's frying off, yep. we're going Do you want to, me to do anything? You do that, actually. You move that around with this. I'll
0: just put the fan on. We don't have any fans, fans, fans in Amanda. here.
1: Now, can you fry off the onions there? Yep. What I'm going to do is put two pieces of cheese on top of the chips or the fries. Actually, I'll put four. So you get sliced cheese. You put this on top of your fries, and then that goes in the oven to melt. So excuse me, I'm just going to put this in the oven to melt. Oh, that's going in there. Pardon? Nothing. That's gone in there. So the onion is frying. That, I'm now going to mix up a concoction that has tomato sauce. You ready? Yep. Tomato and sauce is going in there. Mayonnaise is going in there.
0: You like to put a bit of mayo on it?
1: That's going in there. Like Sorry that. <laughs> about that. <No. laughs> I get a little nervous during this <laughs> thing. That's a lot of mayo. Pickles are going in there.
0: Pickles into the mix.
1: Into the mix. Yeah, you add your chopped pickles.
0: And and what's that?
1: And that's that, pickled juice.
0: Oh, that's a lot what's of the, juice. You
1: add your chopped pickles, the pickled juice, and you add some uh, raw onion. So in this mix, and I'm mixing it up. Do you want to turn off that onion? I turn off the cooking onion. So in here.
0: It's a bit, uh, there's a lot of butter in this onion. Yeah, it's delicious. Well, so
1: in here, I'm mixing up mayonnaise, pickle juice, tomato sauce, raw onion, pickles, and something else went in there as well.
0: That looks like spew.
1: Good. So when the in a few minutes, yep. we're going to take the chips out of the oven. That cheese will have melted onto them. We're going to mix the cooked onion into this. You can do that now if you like, Brendan. Righto. And then we're going to pour that all over the top, and I'm, it's going to be I'm just going to have to put my
0: microphone down so Actually, you won't look, hear my well, voice. Actually, we'll put
1: those on separately, so don't worry about that. When we come back, we're going to join all of these things together on top of the chips, and apparently it's going to be
0: delicious. Yummo. I'll just ring my cardiologist. Sure. Cham nation. It
4: Eating what you do, it's the way that you do it. Never fancied a mouldy, bacteria-infested slab of meat. not
3: a lot of bad talk about. Just fall
4: off the bowl.
3: That's what gets results. Don't eat too much, though. It tends to give you diarrhoea.
1: Well, today we're sampling animal-style fries. These are f- based on the popular burger chain In-N-Out's animal fries. What we've got is a tray of fries... I have put some cheese on that, sliced cheese. We've put that under the grill, we'll put it in the oven so the cheese melts. In the meantime, I've mixed together some uh, onion, some ketchup, mayonnaise, pickles, pickle juice. Yeah. And munched that together. So that what we're going to do now.
0: Far be it for me to tell you what to do. Here we go, what? But I think you've put too much pickle juice in there, Mum.
1: Well, you haven't even tasted You're it.
0: It's just a bit runny.
1: Let's see how we go.
0: The chips, can the we chips just are it good. like that? That looks fantastic. This would
1: look good. I'm just now going to pour on top of those chips that are coated in cheese. In goes our concoction. Oh, God. And on top of that, yep. as a garnish, we put our cooked onion. So let's munch that in like that. Right. I like pickles. Do you like pickles? Luckily for me, I've got a cold and I can't smell or taste it, but let's see what we think. <laughs> Yay. And I'm just going to put some cooked onion on the- top of that. Normally you'd cook that onion a bit longer so it was crispy and dry. But This is wet, and you'll enjoy it. So give me your plate. <laughs> said the actress to the bishop. <laughs> give me a plate. Why don't you? Thanks, Mum. Here I'm I'm too
0: much. I'm washi- watching my weight. <laughs>
1: well, no one else is.
0: Here you go. Use your fork, Luke, and tell us what you think. Well, it looks uh, it looks appetising, and it is chips, my, my favourite food ingredients. And pickles, which
1: you like. You like pickles?
0: Uh, yeah, it looks good. Okay.
1: You no, know, you're not allowed to flip it over and just have the fries. I'm not flipping it have over. the I'm, topping. I'm munching
0: it in to get the whole experience of these animal fries. Okay, go. Okay.
1: Um, Use a spoon. Would that be easier for you? It? It's, it's a slop fest.
0: Oh, my God. Is it nice? Are you joking? What do you mean? This is the best thing I've ever eaten in really my let life. Let me have a go. It's like a Big Mac on a plate. It's exactly like eating a Big Mac. Mmm, yum. 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 Are you kidding me? That is delicious. That, that's mm. got to be the best TikTok we've ever had.
1: Would you like to? And I don't even have taste buds oh. and I like
0: it. Do Would oh, you like man. to take back that I put too much pickle juice in? It's got the right amount of pickle juice, but do you agree? It tastes like a Big Mac with fries without the burger.
1: Let me have another go.
0: Oh. <laughs> what you eat all day. Oh, yum. Your face has gone red with satisfaction. <laughs> Look at you. This is the best thing we've ever eaten. Well...
1: We will put the recipe for animal-style fries you know on our what?
0: socials. Let's flick this, this job. Let's set up a truck and serve this. We'll be me and us. Do so we do it on the high
1: season with duty?
0: Daniel duty. That is
1: delicious. You hungry?
4: Starving. It ain't what you do, it's the way that you do it. Never fancy no. the mouldy, bacteria-infested slab of meat. It's not a bad duck, on that. Just fall off the m***.
3: That's what gets results. Don't eat too much, though. Tends to give you diarrhoea. It's I not pretty it
1: watching someone eat it. What do no.
0: <laughs> But it is delicious. Oh, my God. <coughs> you right. <coughs> do you want yours? No. I'll eat yours. Jam
4: Nation. It's Come on now, sing now. It's time.
1: hotline number is 90617984. You can call at any time.
0: Any 24 hours 7. What have we got?
1: What really gets my ghoulies is business emails
4: and letters that are unsigned. They have a sign-off that says something like, the team. And I've just got one today that was signed, repairs and maintenance. It's so rude. You don't have a contact person.
1: It's a real cop-out. And it really gets? My girlie. It's
0: true. No one's accountable.
1: That's right. There's no human that you can Mm. contact.
0: That's why when anyone writes into this radio station, I put your name at the bottom. Do you? Yeah. Thanks. And call me anytime, Amanda. Kiss, kiss. That's nice of you. Thank you. And your number.
1: What else have we got?
2: This is what gets my girlies. Television executives removing decent content from television by cops. A fundamental part of television which was totally scrapped. And the best part about it, the excellent voiceover work behind it. Yet some bonehead from Channel 7 pulled it.
0: How did you manage to disguise your voice, (laughs) That's not... That's not... That's people. That's people that want to watch quality entertainment. Because you did the voiceover for I did cops. the voiceover, and that's where, you know, when I did The Real Full Monty, the agent said, oh, if you do this, you'll get something else. And I got By Cops, which is great. But in defence to the Channel 7 executives, it wasn't them that pulled it, it was the police that pulled it. How come? Well, they, the new cop boss came along. Apparently, what I heard was that they didn't want people going on the show trying to cause, you know, to right. get on Deliberately goofing up. Yeah, deliberately goofing off and getting on TV right. on By Cops. So for that, you missed my excellent commentary. And that puts this driver in deep, deep doo-doo. He's good, whoever he is.
1: He's He'll go far. He should go on full Monty.
0: (laughs) I've got to do it again.
1: From the back this time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You saw my back. Everyone saw it. I just remember looking at poor old old Lisa Curry's face as I was standing there totally naked. She's looking at me and looking up at me.
1: Why was she, there were ten people on stage? Her son she, was in it. She, she, was, right she it. was
0: right in front of me, and my oh. wife had her head in her hands. Oh. So bad. God, <laughs> It was cold. It's three, what do you mean? it Was no, no, cold? Nothing. It was. It was in summer when we did it. <laughs> <laughs> with the bad and with the good. Uh, if you dip down, you can always call the number nine zero six one seven nine eight four. It's three to 9. Our
1: favourite caller. Email, Facebook friend, wins a double pass to see Crowded House, Dreamers Awaiting Tour, Aware Super Theatre, November 9, tickets at livenation.com.au.
0: You also get the Jonesy demand a fridge magnet and branded tea towel.
1: Well, a woman has embarrassed herself and her children at a school sports day during the parents' race. She tripped over, her dress went right off the top of her head, and she mm. collapsed, mooning everyone in a G string. Oh, Tribal John was beating for honey I, honey, I embarrassed the kids. Not like a regular mom, I'm a cool mom.
4: Right, Regina? Please stop talking.
1: He's Eden from Narrabeen.
4: Mm. I was at a school excursion, we're at a national
5: park, and I was seeing my dad for the weekend, and mm. he lives up the river off. So he goes, I'll pick you up on the boat. Little did I know he was planning to dress up like Batman and use a fake machine gun in a fully blacked out boat to pull up in front of me to pick me up at the dock and point the gun making machine gun sounds out of a speaker, to which um, (laughs) people actually started ducking and the teacher was panicking and not knowing what was going on. And I had to explain, I'm sorry, that's actually my dad.
0: (laughs) They should have known better. Batman doesn't use a gun.
1: Ah. Oh, right see, logic, logic. That's enough. Well, today's your last chance to get on the standby list for a trip of a lifetime. Yeah. We are calling the winner tomorrow on our show.
0: Exciting times at Ridgemont High. We'll be back from six tonight for Jam Nation. See you then. Good day to you. Well, thank
2: God that's over. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
4: Wipe the tube, baby, tears from your eye. Catch Jonesy and Amanda's podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Jonesy and Amanda
4: Jam-lation. podcast. Catch up on what you've missed on the free iHeartRadio app.